Welcome to another informative episode of Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. You've tuned in to one of the many stories from our online publication at add.albertadoctors.org. We're the flagship source of information and opinion of the Alberta Medical Association, advancing patient-centered quality care by advocating for and supporting physician leadership and wellness. Let's get started. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Alberta Doctors Digest podcast brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. As always, I'm your host, Editor-in-Chief Marvin Polis. For this episode, I'm in studio, and joining me over the phone line is Dr. Louis Hugo Francis Cuddy. He's a practicing physician, an eMERGE physician in Edmonton at the Royal Alex Hospital. Louis, we're going to talk about the homeless population in Edmonton. Tell me about this initiative that's going on. You know, the current standard of practice, when a patient shows up in emergency and is seen and is discharged, if they're homeless, they're discharged into homelessness. Now, that sometimes means we try and find a shelter bed for them, but for a lot of patients, they don't feel safe going to shelters, and so they'll be roaming the streets or going to the library if it's during the day or riding transit with no place to go. And so this project that started at the University of Alberta with some graduate students several years ago pre-COVID is designed to give an individual who's in emergency, has been seen, and is experiencing homelessness the opportunity to be immediately housed and provided with wraparound services so that they can try and get their life back together again. And so in partnership with Jasper Place Wellness, a non-for-profit group in the West End of Edmonton, they've been around for 17 years or so, they've come up with this ingenious model that will provide not only housing, but wraparound medical services, addiction services, food security, identification, and the list goes on to try and get someone back on their path to, you know, being a productive member of society again. Now, how big of an issue is this in the emergency wards where homeless people come in and then get treated and discharged back onto the streets? Well, it's a big one. And if you were to put some numbers to it, it's about 26,000 homeless visits across the province to emergency departments. And the Royal Alexander Hospital in Edmonton gets about, you know, 8,200 of those visits. So it's the epicenter of the majority of homeless visits in Alberta. And that's why we're starting with that emergency department. Now, you mentioned those stats. Are those annual stats? Yeah, those are annual stats. They remain fairly constant. They went up a little bit during COVID. It's a major problem, and uh, we're very fortunate that the Alberta Medical Association section of emergency medicine back in March of last year issued a policy statement saying that it's no longer acceptable to be discharging homeless patients into homelessness, that we got to come up with a new model. And we're very fortunate that Alberta Health Service stepped up and is going to be providing the operating funds for these 36 beds that are coming on stream very soon. So we'll need about 108 beds to really make a dent, but this is a good start. As far as we know, it's the only health authority or hospital in the country that's been able to start tackling this problem directly by asking patients if they want to be offered a roof over their head. And as the project's called in Cree, Kochi, a chance to try again. Now, to what extent does it perpetuate the problem with respect to discharging homeless people back into homelessness? And does it create this circle of medical problems that just don't get solved? Yeah, and that's what ends up happening, unfortunately. Uh, For folks that are homeless, you discharge them into homelessness and they recycle sometimes the very same day back to emergency, having taken an ambulance there. 
And, you know, part of our problem is we don't have enough ambulances and we don't have enough space in our emergency department. So for folks that really don't need to be there, if we can identify them and provide them with an alternative that reduces the amount of ambulance calls and reduces ER visits, it's in the best interest of not only the patient, but the system as well. So it makes sense. And uh, the only reason we haven't done it in the past is it's very complicated to get acute treatment facilities to understand that they've got to extend a little further into the community and provide a continuum of care. So the excellent care they provided in emergency needs to be continued in the community. And it's a, a new way of looking at things. And that's why AHS stepping up has made such a big difference. And, you know, kudos to them for being so um, open to change. The new administrator, Dr. John Cal, saw the beauty of simplicity of the project. And when he brought his team together, they bought into it as well and were able to facilitate a contract in place so that Jasper Place Wellness could start accepting patients. Wonderful. Now, Lewis, it seems pretty obvious that there are humanitarian benefits to this. And beyond those humanitarian benefits, are there things to be said about improvements in healthcare system capacity as well? Yeah, not only that, but it'll uh, help with the moral distress that we're all feeling as uh, emergency providers. You know, the doctors, nurses, social workers, and others that work in emergency departments are frustrated and saddened that we can't do more for these patients that have very specific needs. And so this will go a long way to you know, making us a little more fulfilled in that we're doing what we signed up for. And the other thing is there'll be cost savings in the millions of dollars that will become evident very soon. Right. So you mentioned those cost savings. And, and of course, it will cost money to house these individuals temporarily. But I'm guessing that is more than balanced off against the savings to the healthcare system itself. Well, yeah, those numbers speak for themselves. So we can do it for $80 a day, eight zero compared to, you know, a hospital bed runs, you know, twelve to fifteen hundred. And then if they're in intensive care, that's, you know, probably tens of thousands. So for eighty dollars a day, which is less the cost of a shelter or incarceration or even a hotel for that fact, we're gonna see cost savings immediately. So obvious healthcare system benefits, obvious humanitarian benefits. This is a terrific initiative. Where do you see it going from here? Well, we've already had discussions with folks in Calgary and other cities in Alberta, and uh, there's a lot of interest across the country. And uh, working with the Canadian Medical Association, we're exploring the opportunity to develop an implementation manual that's sponsored by the CMA that can then be used in any community across the country. And if any physicians want to get involved, then they can be able to provide some leadership in this regards as well. So we, we spent a lot of time developing the model. You know, it's based on the Eden Principle. A building with 12 suites in it with common area on the first floor has been proven over and over again in the uh, Scandinavian countries to be a, an effective way to create an instant community with adults. Well, again, Lewis, this is just a wonderful initiative and hats off to the folks at the University of Alberta. Well, it started as a project with uh, graduate students in an advocacy class. And then with uh, volunteer support, we were able to work with students at Nate on some capstone projects. And then two hospital foundations, the University Hospital Foundation and the Royal Alexander Hospital Foundation got involved helping us raise some funds. And then uh, the Lions Club as well stepped up with um, a major grant for kitchen and appliances and uh, our volunteers. So it was truly a community response to a problem. 
the city stepped up with a generous grant of $290,000 to continue working on the project. And then the culmination was when AHS and the government stepped up and said, this is a great idea. Go show that it works and we'll, uh, we'll do it in other cities in the province as well. Hopefully this establishes a new standard so it would become morally and professionally and socially unacceptable to discharge a homeless patient from a healthcare facility in Canada in the coming years. Well, clearly you have some great support behind this, some great momentum, beginning momentum, and I'm entirely confident that it is just going to go from here. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Thanks again for tuning in to Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. This has been just one of the many stories from the current issue of our online publication. You can read the entire publication at add.albertadoctors.org. See you next time.